0: Anchoring into Psalm 139. Today's scripture reading is found in Psalm 139, verses 7-10 from the New International Version, which reads, Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast. This is God's Word. These are some of the most oft remembered lines from Psalm 139, and they are not our anchor passage this week. The entire psalm is. Typically, we've been leaning into the big picture of the various biblical books from which we've been drawing our anchoring passages though with our last anchor passage in Colossians, we leaned into the theme of that passage, gratitude. And typically, we've also been reading that anchor passage in three translations, setting the stage for its contemplation when we gather on Sunday. But this week is different. We've already overviewed the book of Psalms when we encountered a previous anchor passage from Psalm 62, so we're not going to either regurgitate or expand on that this week nor are we going to lean into a key theme or themes of Psalm 139, nor are we going to read the psalm in three different translations since we're talking about 24 verses, though you are certainly invited and encouraged to do so, probably several times in the course of the week. Instead, we'll be pondering some Hebrew snippets each day, just a few morsels drawn from the language in which the psalm was composed, No, I will not play the role of Mr. J. Evans Pritchard in his Introduction to Poetry and attempt an analysis of the psalm as I rate its overall greatness by determining, one, how artfully have the objects of the psalm been rendered, and two, how important is that objective, rating its perfection and importance through plotting its importance and perfection on the horizontal and vertical axis of a graph, calculating the total area of the psalm which will yield the measure of its greatness gag, excrement. Be gone, Mr. J. Evans Pritchard, PhD. We're not laying pipe. We're talking about poetry. We need to experience the psalm. We need to hear the rhythm and the cadence in the words. We need to suck the marrow out of its bones and sucker and savor the realities that are intoxicating that sweet psalmist of Israel named David. So now, your turn. Find a translation or two or three of Psalm 139 and emotively read all 24 lines. In fact, if you really want to go all out, do this three times today from three different translations, morning, noon, and the night. Read it in your favorite thinking spot. Read it outside before the sunset or under the stars. Read it aloud with a group of friends in a coffee shop. Whatever you do, experience the psalm for yourself. Do your best not to analyze, though if you're drawn that way, go for it and see what wonders take your breath away. Just make sure you suck some marrow, people, from this psalm. So as we pause for a moment of personal reflection in prayer, ponder, how do you experience Psalm 139? What do you hear and see and feel? What lines initially stand out to you? What parts give you pause? What phrases leave you speechless? Lord, you can't find firm footing in a swamp, but life rooted in God stands firm. Lord, so says the ancient sage in Proverbs, and so is life, a swamp when it's not a storm. Root my life in you in the midst of the swamp and in the middle of the storm. Anchor me, ground me, center me in the realities of you, of your sustaining presence, of your unfailing love, as I suck on the marrow of this rich psalm, celebrating presence and purpose and identity and wonder. Let me, like David, be lost in that wonder as I root into this psalm to your mercies.